0: Hashtag, you don't have to be Jewish. Joining me right now is Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl, you have to go and look up his videos. Um, You're just actually if, mesmerizing. I could listen to this man speak all day. Uh, he's an Australian science communicator. He's a popularizer, and he joins us right now here on Chai FM. Good morning, Dr. Carl. How are you? That was an operator error on my part. Nobody else's but me. How, how are you? You know what, you know what was life changing for me was learning that hitting the space bar either mutes you or unmutes you if you're on Zoom. Ah, s- so many things bar. to learn and it
1: will change in six months time
0: when it becomes totally irrelevant <laughs>
1: because there'll be a new and better version that will be even more complicated to work and you'll have to do- burrow 15 levels down. ba
0: Well you are looking as well as as you ever have I mean you're really just very vital And you're interesting I'm looking at your screen behind you Is penguins jumping off rocks into the sea Jumping from the sea into onto rocks and islands. All right, let me move on because I can't. We, we can't actually share the visual, oh, no. the, the, the visual but, appreciation.
1: Segway though. <laughs> okay. You talk about the fact that the chinstrap penguin mm-hmm. has been discovered to sleep in a completely different way from every
0: other creature that we know. Well, how does it sleep? In a handstand. How does it well,
1: sleep? Well, for, firstly, um, it does seem that your parents were, once again, boringly correct and that you should, in fact, get lots of sleep because when you are asleep, listen to this, kiddies, yes, you do get a maximum gro- uh, production of growth hormone, so you need to sleep, so you get growth hormone. And sleeping also cleans out vessels in your brains, not just lymphatics, but a new one we discovered in the last 10 years called lymphatics and sleep has got a whole bunch of really essential essential restorative functions and what we've thought is that you've got to have your block of sleep and now we have found that penguins in fact just one, the chin strap penguin and only a sample size of about 20 and they were the ones that we or rather the scientists put electrodes in their brain mm-hmm. the average length of time for which they will sleep is 4 seconds, I'm going to do it right now here we go, 1,000 Sleep, so you could be talking with a chinstrap penguin, and it would fall asleep and go into a fall on sleep and then wake up again. And if it had been just staring at you behind sunglasses, you wouldn't have known that it had done it. You could do this up to ten thousand times a day, getting eleven hours of sleep, and somehow, and we don't know how, getting the full set of restorative functions that what in humans. Needs lots of sleep to get And they can do it in a little tiny burst And we don't know how
0: No, I just hold on a second So um, that four seconds I mean, there are times where I might be talking to somebody Or actually listening to somebody And they're just droning on and on and on When I, I mean, could my brain be going to sleep for four seconds? No uh, No, because when we put
1: electrodes on you uh, <laughs> And, and a monitor You're not going into what is called SWS Yes Or slow wave sleep you're just going into the Homer Simpson mode where you're really bored. Whereas here, their brain switches over into a brand new function. or well, a, a different function called slower. They're actually sleeping. The maximum they'll sleep for in their little micro-sleeps is 34 seconds. But the average, 10,000 times a day, is about... Four seconds And that is enough To give them Everything they need That's
0: amazing One of the best things That I love about penguins Is that they mate for life And that the the male penguins Take pebbles and shells And gives them as gifts To the female And I think that That is just too endearing For words That's beautiful It's one of the they things That I love about them.
1: They I like the way They can sort of Jump out of the water So I've been down To Antarctica About seven
0: times And um, each time I find it Absolutely fascinating well, that's because you are fascinating. You are fascinated in the oh, world. Darling, you're too kind. <laughs> not really. I'm not kind at all, just very honest. Can we talk about dogs? Also, very honest, very dogs. loyal. So they're actually immune to funnel-web venom. So funnel-web spiders are indigenous to Australia, aren't they? They are.
1: Um, in fact, it's not just the funnel web spider, but there turns out to be about 35 different species. Why not? Most of them mm. have... Why not, of course. If, if, if you come to Australia, they'll come crawling out of the air conditioning vents before you even leave the car park yeah. and rent a car. No doubt. That's how tough we Australians are. We, we have spiders. <laughs> okay. They've only killed about a dozen people anyway. So these spiders, um, there's 35 species. Most of them have got a very nasty venom, not all of them and we've just discovered what's going on. We came up with an anti which is a funny word, meaning something that'll fight the funnel web poison. Started using it about 20 years ago. Um, of the 20 or so, 35 species, the only one that has killed people is the uh, one around Sydney. So, as so long as you keep outside of a 150 kilometer circle around Sydney, you're safe. And what they do is they, with their venom, they kill insects, and that makes sense, because, you know, everybody's got to eat, and but they've been around spiders, funnel-web spiders, for one hundred and fifty million years. How come they kill humans and primates, but not dogs? Well, they m- most mammals, apart from primates and a weird Australian creature called a Dunart, the W-N-A-R-T. Most animals are relatively immune to them in the sense that you can give them, their you know, balance for their weight, uh, a dose that would kill, a hundred times stronger than would kill a human yeah. and the dog might survive and it might not and and it's a hundred times stronger. Whereas Hmm. with the human, the the, the vaccine or sorry, the venom kills you by switching on all your nerves at the same time. So I'll give a demonstration. So in your mouth you've got saliva and instead of just sort of salivating a bit, it's switched on to maximum and all of your salivary glands are going and your tear ducts All your tear glands are going, and with the muscles, you might be familiar with something called the bicep curl, where you contract your bicep and then you build up the bicep. But there's another muscle on the back of your arm, It's called the tricep, which straightens your arm. Both of those are switched on, and yeah, those are switched on. uh, Everything is switched on, and um, you very rapidly go into high blood pressure, followed by low blood pressure, followed by death within two hours. And we think it's unfortunately just a coincidence that we, we were just sort of, as, as they say in military terms, collateral damage, that we happen to have uh, the sort of nerve endings uh, similar to Dunart's and to um, insects that would let us get killed by the funnel-web spider. But you'll be okay when you come to Australia, and we have the anti anyway, so it's okay.
0: You know, it's interesting because, I mean, if you think of the heart, what you're explaining, that it turns on all your muscles at the same time. The heart has got different valves and chambers. So mm. if, if everything is switched on at the same time, your heart can't function at all. Ah, okay. Okay, uh,
1: now it's a little bit more complicated. So there's three types of muscle in your body. Yes. There's voluntary muscle over which you have some control, like your biceps and your triceps triceps. There's the gut muscle, which is called smooth muscle, and in general, you don't really have control over it, but some people can train themselves. I don't know why, but it works out okay. And then you have the cardiac muscle. Now, the way that that system works is via electrical conduction from up in your neck. So right at the corner of your jaw, you have a thing called the carotid artery. Yes. And it splits. It splits into the internal coronary artery going into your brain and the external going to your face and at that junction is a pressure sensor. So nothing is happening. A pulse of blood has gone past. 120 mils of mercury is the pressure. I don't know why they measure blood pressure in millimetres of mercury. Why don't they pick a good American unit like square furlongs per cubic second or something like that. But anyway, so the blood pressure goes up and then nothing happens. As the blood pressure drops down to about 80, that little body at the junction of the internal and external carotid arteries fires off it sends an electrical impulse down towards your heart it goes to the top of your heart to an area called the uh, sinoatrial node then it gets relayed to another station called the atrioventricular node and then it goes into the heart muscle if all of them fail, if all of the nerve endings fail, the heart itself has the heart muscle has its own intrinsic rate of 30 per minute. And you see this sometimes happening in older people. If you're a nurse or a clever nurse or a doctor in casualty, an older person will come in all bruised up. And first thing you'll do is you'll measure their heart rate, and it's 30. And so what's happened is that the carotid battery somewhere, that pathway between... The carotid body in their neck, near the angle of the jaw, and the muscle. One of those steps has failed, and basically, they're going to die. Oh, so um, I was—I was, I was
0: actually—I was actually just referring to how the how come your heart keeps bleeding No, 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 no. How the um, we were talking about the spider, about the tunnel, yes. about the the, tunnel the, funnel spi- web spider. the funnel web spider, and how the and venom. How come your heart keeps bleeding. And and how mm. the The venom affects your body, so it would affect your heart in the same way. Is that everything switches Ah, on, or or what you're saying, no, it wouldn't? Well, we haven't got there yet. Ah, okay, so... Dr. Cole, we're going to have to hold that over until next week. I'm so sorry. We have to get week. to news headlines. We run right out of time. <laughs> <is more> I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. You are very important to us, Dr. Cole. That is Dr. Cole. Go and check him out on uh, YouTube. Go and check out his talks. He is mesmerizing, highly entertaining, very informative, uh, just a brilliant, brilliant man. And uh, if you would rather do something that is going to make you feel better because you learn, right? Joy and happiness is a, one of the things, one of the ways that you feel joyful and happy is by learning new things, idea, thought, experience, is that joy or happiness is a byproduct.